Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you, Father, for uh, today's broadcast. Move on my life. Move on the listeners' lives. Father, move on the team of the Arch 3 show, Father. And Lord, we just thank you, Father, for today's broadcast, Father. Lord, we thank you that you continue to give uh, uh, everyone peace as we in rest and rejuvenation as we uh, uh, have taken on whatever we, you know, have had during this week or whatever, whatever we dealt with during this week, Father. Move by your spirit in our lives, in my life, Father. And Lord, move by your spirit in the lives of the teams and the executives, Father. And Lord, <clears throat> if they are traveling, Father, Lord, uh, give them traveling mercies, Father. Uh, if they're coming home from work, if they're going to work, Father, or whatever they might be doing, Father, even if they're sitting in their, home, their homes, Father, Lord, protect them and give them safe and security, Father. We lift your name on high in glory and magnify your name because it is in you that we live, move, and have our being, Father. We give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises. And we just thank you, Father, that you continue to raise up somebody somewhere to use their power, their ability, and oh, most of all, their influence to help us. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Y'all, this time for an all-new broadcast of The Arch 3 Show. Live from North Carolina, it's The RH3 Show. Today, Brian Poppin, Nikki Berry, and a few more are all in the headlines for The Gospel News with Nina Taylor. Plus, the baby's lawyer proves that the recent video shows self-defense. And also, police find guns at ASAP Rocky's house. I give my take on these news reports and more during our Inside Scoop with Rufus segment. We also have a Real Talk with Rufus discussion, a conversation on mixed and blended families, all coming up on RH3. I was scared to go over the edge. Look, I do, no, I do this for nobody but my cause. <laughs> because God first did my cause. I done been doubted, I done been counted out, I done been overlooked. Because your, your listeners are all, you know, international, they're worldwide. The RH3 Show starts right now. Y'all, <laughs> oh, he tried to take me out. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hope y'all are doing good. Hope you all are doing well. Welcome to the Artist 3 Show right here uh, on the Artist 3 Show. Whatever platform you're listening to me on, whatever radio station you're happening to be listening to me on. What's going on, y'all? It is a great Brand new day. It's an all new show on today. Welcome to the RH3 show. Y'all, we got a jam packed show on today. As you all heard in the introduction, uh, all that we got <clears throat> going on for today, y'all. We got we got it all. We got the gospel news with Nina Taylor. We got the inside scoop with Rufus News, y'all. We got, along with what we said in the introduction, we got more. So, <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. That that choke about took me out, but uh, I'm still here. Thank you, Lord. But um, uh, 
we got more. And so hopefully we can get through the entire show on today um, with the Inside Scoop with Rufus News, as well as the gospel, I mean, including the gospel news with Nina Taylor. And our Real Talk with Rufus discussion where we're going to be talking about mixed and blended families. And so I give my take on that <clears throat> on an article that I read that included a, a, a letter. So, and this letter I gotten from, it's not from you all and it's not from a group that I am a part of. It is um, from uh, when I was researching the topics for today. This was included in part of the research. So I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to read this letter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Give my take on the letter, and also give you some um, uh, some takes on what's been going on. You know, some takes on um, mixed and blended families. And my my uh, idea and or my uh, suggestion and my wisdom on it or whatever. And so we're going to talk about that. And so we got, the, of course, our kitchen table talk. And we're going to talk about the production of that introduction and, you know, see how that works and, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Without further ado, here is the Gospel News with Nina Taylor. And I'll be back with my portion of the Inside Scoop of the Rufus News. Be back in a moment. Got to catch up on the news regarding politics, or if you want to know news about the TV, movies, sports, and or the music industry, be it if it's in gospel or any other entertainment genre, well, it is time for the Inside Scoop of the Rufus, right here on the RH3 Show. How you doing, everybody? I'm Nina Taylor, and here's this week's gospel news. Nashville-based singer, songwriter, producer, Brian Poppin. He began his career at the age of 12, playing piano with a touring gospel group out of New Jersey. The son of a choir director, Brian Poppin embraced Christian music at an early age and spent his teen years recording instrumental piano-based worship albums before beginning to dabble in pop music. Through a friend and R&B producer, Ira Schrickman, Poppin met and co-wrote the song that was featured on NSYNC's 2001 album Celebrity. With his early heart deeply rooted in gospel music and a strong interest in the pop world, in 2015, he returned with the Peace series, Volume 1. I Got Out appeared in 2017. An exuberant melting pot of rock, funk, pop, and even classical, Indianapolis-based collective Judah Band added a unique zest to their brand of gospel on albums like 2015's The Return of Glory and its 2018 follow-up, Gone Fishing. Founded by singer, songwriter, and producer G. Randy Weston, with their energetic performances and fun gospel party band style, their debut album, The Return of Glory in 2015. Two years later, they announced a move to E1 Light Records and released their three-song EP, For My Good. A second EP, More Than I Ever Expected, appeared in early 2018, following later that year by the full-length Gone Fishing, which debuted at number seven, on Billboard's Top Gospel Albums charts. Nikki Berry was born in Villa Plate, Louisiana. However, her musical journey began in Beaumont, Texas, under the leadership of Pastor James C. Franklin. She began leading songs at a very young age, and with the coaching of director Bonnie Wildridge, she was well known for her singing all over town and was named most talented of her graduating class of Westbrook Senior High School. After graduating, Nikki attended Prairie View A&M University 
University and graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering. She then moved to Houston, Texas. Nikki has worked for major engineering companies in the Houston area, but has never lost her love for music. She began writing music in 2008. Her music encouraged her to push through and never stop trusting God, so she decided it was time to encourage others. Growing up in a church as an active choir member and praise and worship leader meant that for Nikki, she was always surrounded by Christian and gospel music. New York-based saxophonist Mel Holder makes uplifting contemporary gospel jazz that also finds him weaving in R&B African and Caribbean sounds. Emerging in Brooklyn in the late 1990s, Holder's brand of music ministry came into a wider recognition with its 2008 Stellar Award-nominated album Music Book Volume 1. Along with recording for an array of reggae, R&B, and Christian artists, he has continued to issue his own albums like the Top 20 Gospel Jazz Album Back to Basics Music Book Volume 2. Born in Queens, New York to a Christian family of Panamanian descent, Mel Holder overcame asthma in his youth to pursue his dream of playing the saxophone. Studying at Miami-Dade College, during which time he also performed regularly at clubs in Miami Beach, he eventually had to return to Brooklyn where the climate better suited his asthmatic condition. He further connected to his faith. Along the way, Holder has studied evangelism at United Christian College and gained further spiritual guidance at the Christian Life Center. Combining his faith and love of music, Holder has released several spiritually inclined albums, including Now and Forever in 1999, Gifts So Special in 2005, and the Stellar Award-nominated Music Book Volume 1 in 2008. He also earned accolades for his session work, including picking up a Grammy nomination for Lyrically Potent in 2009 Dub Award nomination. In 2015, Holder's follow-up Back to Basics Music Book Volume 2 charted at the top 20 of both the Billboard Gospel and Jazz Album charts. Music Book Volume 3, Magnificent, arrived in 2019. Here's this week's Top 10 Gospel Songs. Number 10, Joshua Rogers, Still Going Trust. 9, Juan Winans and Deborah Joy Winans with Never On My Own. 8, Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music, Jaira. 7, Jacqueline Carr, My Portion. 6, Dawkins and Dawkins, Come By Here. 5, Tamala Mann, He Did It For Me. 4, Pastor Mike Jr., Amazing. 3, Byron Cage with You Are. 2, E. Dewey Smith, Your Presence Is A Gift. Our new number one song is Rudy Currents and Chrisette Michelle's No Greater Love. Well, that's your top 10 songs and your gospel news. I'm Nina Taylor. Let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station. Hey, Nina Taylor, she did it. She gave us our gospel news for this segment. And so, of course, like I said, if you're first time listening, and even if you heard that introduction, um, if you're just now joining us and haven't heard the introduction, or if you did hear it, y'all know that, um, of course, I, I, I say this all the time, I, I reach every area, avenues, atmosphere, um, community, or whatever, uh, when it involves this show, and so, uh, I do, I do my own, I do gospel news as well, and so, um, yeah, ooh, you saying, and you, don't be so deep, don't be so deep, we cater to everybody, we cater to everybody, we don't sugarcoat, 
but we cater to everybody. But anyway, welcome to my portion of the Inside Scoop with Rufus News. And this is where, of course, y'all heard that introduction um, before Nina Taylor came on. Um, on the latest uh, news, sports, politics, whatever. I give you my take on all of that, whether it be gospel, secular, or what have you. And so, we're here to rock it out. Speaking of rocking it out, ASAP Rocky. ASAP <laughs> Rocky. Y'all, ASAP Rocky. Of course, ASAP Rocky is um, Rihanna's baby's father, her boyfriend, or whoever. But you have ASAP Rocky. Um, police find guns at his home. Police find guns at his Los Angeles home following his arrest. And so, according to um, Complex and TMZ, you know, uh, uh, the police searched his property last week and walked away with several firearms. Law enforcement so- sources said that detectives planned to run a ballistic test on the weapons which could determine whether Rocky was the individual who fired a fired at um, the victim in November 2021 20, uh, in the November 21 shooting and uh, y'all hold on I, I cannot I cannot hear myself in my earpiece and that is really getting to me but um I'm going to continue on as I try to adjust my uh, mic here. But uh, I mean my volume here. But yeah, he is... um, uh, There will also be an extensive background checks on the guns to deduce whether they might have been stolen or possibly belonged to someone else other than Rocky. And Rocky was arrested uh, at the Los Angeles uh, International Airport on Wednesday, April the 20th, upon returning uh, returning home from Barbados, Barbados, um, on on a private jet. And then during that time, police served the search warrant at Rocky's residence following the, no, well, not during that time, but following the arrest. Um, you know, they served him at his residence and the officers utilizing a uh, battering ram to enter the property. And cops were spotted leaving the property with a box of potential evidence, although it is unclear if the firearms were included. And so, yeah, all of this is according to um, according to TMZ and Complex, Complex, and that is complex.com, complex.com. And so, um, if y'all hear a lot of you know noises in the air, I'm still in the air, uh, on air, or um as i'm talking i'm trying to adjust you know my mics or whatever but i'm still going on and continuing with my commentary but um just like myself and a few others were saying um about this um i i feel that they digging um i feel that they are digging but i pray and hope that um i pray and hope that they find what they looking for 
you know, I hope they, well, actually, I hope they don't find what they're looking for. I hope, you know, I hope this cat is innocent. I hope he's innocent. But uh, if not, then, hey, it is what it is, people. It is what it is. And so I pray that, that um, you know, I pray that they find, um, you know, find that he's innocent. But I also pray that um, that uh, you know they they get who shot this cat or what have you. But yeah, uh, let's continue to move on with the news. I mean, with the news report. Um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Y'all, he. I'm. I'm gonna let y'all hear a clip. I'm going to let y'all hear a clip in regards to this situation that if y'all don't know what's been going on uh, with Johnny Depp, um, he is on trial. I don't have the news report in front of me because, hold on, because um, only thing that I pulled for my news reports for this is the audio that I overheard. I believe, I don't know if it was B- Ballers Alert, but yeah, um, he is um, on trial. Uh, let's see here. It is a um, well, okay, okay, okay. Thank you, Time uh, Magazine. Um, this is all about the, um, and this is his ex-wife. This is his ex-wife. And the reason why I bring this up, not really the reason why, because I'll bring it up with or without a reason. It's just a news report. But, um, Johnny Depp, 58, and his ex-wife, Amber Heard, who is 36, uh, uh, the trial began April 12th in Fairfax, Virginia. The trial revolves around a defamation lawsuit Depp filed against Heard in 2019 about an um, opt that she um, that she wrote um, an op-ed that she uh, wrote about domestic abuse in 2018, and, and Depp says that the article irreparably damaged his career. And then the trial, which is set to last six weeks has already gotten headlines about um, you know everything involved uh, everything from violent text message sent by Depp to audio recordings of their argument and this is the second lawsuit involving abuse allegations connect to Depp and her relationship following a trial in the UK in 2020 the trial enters in its third week uh, this week and why is he suing Amber? Um, Johnny brought a $50 million defamation suit against Heard in March 2019 after, like I said, she published in, you know, the, the opt-ed, uh, opt-ed, 
uh, in the Washington Post previous December and you know the article discussed treatment of women in sexual assault cases and referred herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse but did not mention Depp's name. Depp who said he was dropped from his role in Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean franchise just days after the article was published claims that the article caused damage to his career. Depp's career was already on the rocks following the couple's publicized breakup and the allegations of abuse that rocketed between them. And then heard suing Johnny, and I, I'll get to y'all all of this because what I came upon today, um, kind of made Johnny look like the winner, and y'all some of some people don't get this not the story but that well they starting to get this after um this audio clip has surfaced but um why is amber suing johnny amber's um lawyers tried to get depp's defamation lawsuit dismissed after he lost the uk case but a judge refused um citing differences in uk and u.s defamation 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 laws pointing out that her was not a defendant in the case against the son Heard then filed a 100 million countersuit against depp claiming that he defamed her when um his legal team referred her as fake and a sexual violence hoax because um an article popped up because hers um ad was published in where well, her article was published in the washington post the trial is taking place in fairfax virginia where the newspaper is printed yeah um uh, published in the Washington Post, the headline was "I spoke up against sexual violence and face uh, our culture's wrath." That has to do, that has to change. But today, I heard. I don't know if it was it was it was um, posted um, today, but I came upon it on Twitter. An audio clip of um, Amber talking to Johnny and take a listen take a listen tell people that it was a fair fight and see what the, see what the jury and judge think tell the world Johnny tell them Johnny Depp I Johnny Depp now, I, I'm a victim too Johnny Bond and yeah. I know it's a fair fight and see how many people believe or side with you and what did you say in response when Miss Heard said tell the world Johnny tell them Johnny Depp I Johnny Depp a man I'm a victim to of domestic violence. I said yes. I am. As y'all heard that, as y'all heard that, um, I'm like, wow. Y'all, I said all of that to say this, and some people may say, well, why you didn't say it in the beginning? But anyway, I said all of that to say this. Men go through um, domestic Violence and domestic abuse as well. This woman, as you heard in the audio, is a prime example of the topic in itself. Fellas, 
and, and we got we got to quit putting a I hope I'm using the right word and the right uh, um, term and the right phrase or whatever. But we got to quit using uh, the stigma of you know men is not dealing with uh, domestic violence as well, and 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 a, not a lot. Let me say some because I hate even when people use it in well. A lot of men or all men, not not all men because I'm not one, but some men. But there are some women who even play victim in, you know, whatever. Oh, they're not going to, just like her, they're not going to believe you. They're not, da, 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 da. Know and understand that men go through this as well. Men go through this as well. Um... Should I read that or say that for tomorrow? I will save that one for tomorrow. I'll save that one for tomorrow. Um, I'll talk about Eddie Murphy and Red Fox on tomorrow. As well as um, um, President Biden. I'll save all of that for tomorrow. But um, listen. when I, I'm going to say this y'all. I'm going to say this. And I don't want to sound mean. I don't want to sound ugly. Or what have you. I'll say this prerequisite. And then I'll go into what I need to say. Um, congratulations to this beautiful black queen. This African American queen. On her education. Her brilliance. Her you know everything. And I'll say what I have to say after I'm reading this report. But, um, according to Love B. Scott and uh, Complex.com, Florida teen receives acceptance letters from 72 colleges. From 72 colleges. A Florida high uh, school senior received a whopping 72 college accepting letters and counting after applying to 90 colleges. Jalea Thornton of Glade Central High School said that she started submitting colleges, I mean submitting college applications in early September 2021, telling Good Morning America that she wanted to she wanted to see how many I can actually get into. Thornton was determined to broaden her horizons by picking out-of-state school and ultimately ended up applying for 90 colleges. She credited the Common Black College application and the Common App for helping her submit applications to several colleges at once. At almost, I spent... At most, I spent $20 because I did the Black Common App. I ain't know about that app. Um, and also the Common App... And I was able to use I, I was I was able to use my fee waivers. Thornton explained. Thornton had chosen Xavier University of Louisiana, where she will major in uh, uh, med psychology with with a minor in chemistry. Now I wanted to read that article. I should have read it prior to, but now with me reading that article up until now. Um, uh, it would have changed my thought. But what was your prior thought? 
I'm glad I'll say this much and then I'll go into my prior thought. I'm glad she chose the college because there are some people, there are some people, parents, teenagers, um, guidance counselors at schools or whatever, holding these schools up and um, holding these schools up and preventing other students from getting into the school. They have a window, a door to closing applications. They have a window and a door to accepting students. You having all of these, you know, app, you know, acceptance, that's good. That's good. That is good. But as a parent and as, you know, or what have you, um, he didn't, he didn't go. He applied and, you know, he was going to go, but, um, that's neither here nor there, and that's on their decision and his decision. And so, you know, I say that to anybody. Don't force your children to go to school. But, for you know, allow them to, if they don't, just suggest that they take up a trade. School is not for everybody. And I would say this for myself, you know, I should have went earlier and, you know, taken on what I was taking on. I could be, you know, further, not really further along, but probably still in this field because i want to do education and radio at the same time but still um you know even with the finances if you can't you know don't force it but allow that child that teenager to make their decision if they want to go to college or not but you will get some type of education or trade you know you can be a mechanic and don't have to, you know, of course, certified and, you know, insurance and license. If you want to work for this, they might need, you know, diplomas, this, that, and the third. I get all of that. But um, um, that, that if, if that's what they choose to do, that's what they choose to do. And, you know, you can just go for a few years or hours, a bunch of hours, to get cosmetology if you want to do that for the rest of your life. Or whatever, or even open up your own business, and that's another thing I don't um, suggest or don't push is for not everybody is a business owner, not everybody is going to be a business owner, but yeah. But anyway, what I was getting ready to say is, as a parent, or you know, as you know, somebody who has been through or whatever, or I was, I would say this: if he had chosen to go to school. And, you know, couldn't get in because uh, of a gap or because of, you know, they well, not a gap, but a cap, uh, attendance cap. I'm like, what's holding up, you know, whatever. Allow your child to make their decision. But all of these, come on now. All of these uh, acceptance letters, they, they, and I bet you, they waited and waited some waited for for them to accept if you're going here accept if you're going here please accept da 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 it is a headache and it can be a headache for students and other parents waiting to get accepted but you know a person like this you know a steal she deserved it all her she deserved it all she deserved it all but that many is kind of extreme. And then to even say, I want to see how many I can get into. Come on now, girl. What you're doing is, is, is preventing others or 
um, holding up somebody else chance to get into the school I hope only parents get what I'm saying or those that's been through um, the college um, uh, situation yeah and I have even helping him getting into school or whatever and so yeah um so y'all so some of y'all really you know know what i'm talking about y'all I'll say this quickly and then um we're going to continue on with today's show elon musk i told y'all this yesterday about him buying twitter i failed to mention that um i failed to mention that uh he is allowing people to say whatever they want to say of course, freedom of speech. But if it's hate going on, stop it. Stop it. I know um, another celebrity. She's kind of uh, a C-list or D-list celebrity. Azalea Banks. Um, is going back to, to Twitter because of this. And I guess she like um, Elon Musk. But she was like, don't mess it up. She used a foul language. But, you know. But she stopped because she couldn't say what she had to say. Alright. And so that I had plenty more. I had plenty. Oh, oh, oh. Trust. When I say I had plenty more, I had plenty more. So we're going to uh, continue on with um, our inside scoop with Rufus News. The rest that I am uh, going to be speaking on is about tomorrow. Um, not it's about tomorrow, but um, we're going to discuss on tomorrow. But let's go into the baby, and I'll say this, and then uh, we're going to move on over to our kitchen table talk. But y'all know, <laughs> I mentioned it on yesterday. I think it was yes, yeah, yesterday. Um, that about the shooting and the video that come up, but the lawyers claim that the Walmart shooting video that surfaced proves their self-defense case and um you know he fatally shot 19 year old Jalen craig during an altercation at a charlotte north carolina here in charlotte uh walmart in november 2018 but earlier this week rolling stones reported that reported uh, Rolling, a Rolling Stones report published a surveillance video of the altercation that led to the baby's deadly shooting at Walmart in 2018. And in the video, the baby is seen scuffling with Henry Douglas um, down the store aisles before Jalen Craig intervenes and is ultimately shot and killed by the baby. The baby has maintained that uh, he's acting in self-defense. While the internet is ablaze on what exactly the surveillance footage means for the case. And the baby hasn't wavered his stance. And so, he, he he's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. Come on, Jonathan. Come on, Jonathan. And so, yeah, tomorrow, y'all, uh, we got more of the Inside Scoop of the Rufus News. And I don't want to... Uh, uh, Spin this out. I could have did a whole roof inside scoop with the roofers hour, and we may do that tomorrow. We may do that tomorrow, but um, I'll share the rest of the the news reports on tomorrow. Being if it's Friday, and uh, you know, fantastic Friday. This is the weekend. Uh, you know, we're leading to the weekend with 
uh, inside scoop with Rufus News reports. All right, but uh, keep it where you got it. More of the Arts Three Show is coming up next. We got a kitchen table talk briefly, and then uh, we'll be back with more of the Arts Three Show. All right, keep it where you got it. The kitchen table talk is coming up next, right here on the Arts Three Show. Wish I had ten thousand tongues just to thank you. If I were Chinese, I'd say oh dear. If I were Danish, I'd say mango tart. If I were Italian, I'd say grazia. If I were Hebrew, I'd say toda raba. If I were Greek, I would say eucharisto. If I were Japanese, I'd say doma arigato. If I were Portuguese, I'd say obrigado. If I were Spanish, I'd say muchas gracias. If I were German, I'd say danke shame. If I were French, I'd say merci beaucoup. If I were Russian, I'd say spasiba. If I were Kenyan, I'd say ashanta. If I were Nigerian, I'd say eje pupu. If I were Zulu, I'd say india bonga. If I were Sutu, I'd say kiali boha. If I were deaf, I'd say... Keep it where you got it. More of the RH3 show is coming up next. If you're not tuning into the RH3 show weekly, here's what you've missed. To make that decision, okay, honey, I see we're struggling. You know, I see you doing the best you can for me. Or I see you doing the best you can for me and my for me and, and our children. I, I'm gonna have to do something. So you know, whatever that is, pray on what you think is best. I, I can I can I I read cannot give you that answer because if I say a. Your wife deserves to be out. Your wife deserves to be at home, and y'all struggling and getting put out of your house. Well, Red told us for you tell me that you shouldn't have to work and you should be home and do this, that, and the third. No, that's not. That's no. Use your best judgment. Everybody's household is for every. The decision that we all make for our household is our own decision and whatever. So don't go by. Go use it as like I said about these conferences, seminars, or whatever, and the R three show. Use it as a tool to help you elevate. Come on, you all, join me live from six to seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you can join me on the podcast anytime. For more about me, the broadcast, or the podcast platform, you can visit my website at thearch3show.com. Alright, pull up a chair. Let's have a conversation. It's time for our kitchen table talk. Of course, pull up your chair. Let's have a conversation. That's what we do during our kitchen table talk, y'all. I hope y'all have y'all snacks um, or whatever you eat, your lunch, your dinner, or what have you. I hope y'all already have it uh, with you because I already did mine because mine. Um, try not to eat on air, but sometimes I can get caught. But anyway, it is our kitchen table talk uh, segment. Thank you so much for continuing to join us um, during this segment. Uh, I had, <clears throat> excuse me, some Cheetos and a uh, one of my favorite teas, Gold Peak Tea. Gold Peak Tea, y'all. That's, that's some good tea. But it was the lemonade, um, lemonade tea. 
Gold Peak Tea. I love it. I love it. But uh, how y'all have y'all day been? Have y'all Wednesday and uh, part of Thursday been? Um, I told y'all after I got off air, shot the Bible study. Bible study was well. Shot to um online to watch services with Unity. And um now I I went to bed early, y'all. I went to bed early, but your boy couldn't sleep. I went to bed, but I didn't get to bed until like three thirty, four o'clock this morning and so and then of course y'all know crime 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 chronicles car chronicles starts at 7 30 and so she was there on time this morning and so from 3 30 that's 3 30 4 35 36 37 that's like four hours of sleep but when i got up i was rejuvenated i was revived lord the lord you know I've been feeling like this for the past couple of days, but then, you know, by the, by around this time or a couple hours before, I say maybe around four Eastern Standard Time, just feeling a little on edge. Why? Is because, you know, migraine, but I'm just continuing to claim my healing and be manifest and claim to be uh, totally healed from that manifestation healing. And so, of course, we all got to know that. Uh, there is a process to manifestation. So, you know, that's why I say, y'all hear me say often, when you pray, thank God first, and then leave it alone. But leave that prayer alone. It's like a seed. But when you think about it or you, you know, asking God, just continue to thank Him for it until it manifests. I've already prayed. But even if it get worse, then that's where you can go back into it or what have you. But understanding the manifestation process, pray, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. And then you and your angels continue to, you know, thank God for it and, and um, uh, continue to uh, intercede. You continue to intercede and pray. And, and when I say pray, in that prayer, it'll be a prayer of thanksgiving. There's a lot of prayers, but in that prayer, you can still pray for it. But there's a lot of prayers that you talk about. But that one, after you give it to God, you go back into your prayer of thanksgiving and just thank God for it until it manifests. I'm just, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for a total manifestation, total healing, or whatever you praying and believing God for. That's just, you know, that. And so, yeah. But, um,. Round four or five, that's never, you know, I get to starting to mellow down or whatever. But anyway, I just felt good this morning. And, um, you know, outside of those little hours of sleep, I'm okay. And then the Lord was like, Rufus. Well, he didn't say that. He just put the, I think he put that strength in me so, so I could, you know, get on here and prep for the show. And that's why, I, look, y'all. I have, y'all see I had my stuff together during the Inside Scoop with Rufus. I had it together because I prepped a little bit last night and then the Lord woke me up this morning, you know, started me on my way and then, you know, I did. Oh, I forgot to mention, um, <laughs> uh, he started me on my way and I'll say what I'm about to say in a minute. Did Car Chronicles? 
um, well, watch my daily morning devotional with Car Chronicles, and um, then I got up and cooked breakfast, uh, and then I did my jewelry live. I did like thirty minutes, and now I'm I I came this way to uh, radio to prep to finish prepping, and so I've been here off and on since about what. 12:30, 1 o'clock. I say, I say around there, and then of course, you know, of course, in between, maybe around 4:35, bopping out, and then getting back here at six. But yeah, make sure everything is lined up and you know all together. And so um, that's what I did today. But this morning, I also did a pre-show um, on inst- on, on uh, Instagram. So if you seen that the arts three show at uh on uh on instagram you miss a day you miss a lot so i came on live this morning talk about talked to you all about 15 minutes prior to getting myself together this is even this is after car chronicles but this is before my live before you know whatever but yeah and um the lord put planted the idea and the vision for me for this in for that introduction on today and so if I got to, I, it took me long to edit um, just that part. It took me long just to edit that part after I did the prayer. And then, of course, y'all know some segments are pre-recorded. Um, like a couple hours before, days before, whatever. Some segments. Some segments are pre-recorded a couple hours or even a couple days before. Maybe a couple weeks before. But, um... Yeah, like even interviews. Majority of my interviews that y'all hear are pre-recorded, but they are pre-recorded uh, in a um, reasonable sequence and a reasonable time. They may be pre-recorded earlier the day it airs, or you know, a couple of days before. But that's mainly because it's, it's a phone interview. It's not a actual um, sit-in. It's usually a phone interview, and because people have reg- you know different schedules. But anyway. But um, this morning, that introduction was pre-recorded, and of course, it you know, pre-recorded, edited, and then, you know, just had that for the introduction for today instead of our regular introduction, and so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If so, we may do it a couple times this sixth season, and then continue it on for the seventh season, alright? But anyway, uh, that's it for the kitchen table talk. After I get off of here, I'm going home. I'm going to get on live for probably about 15, 20 minutes or whatever, about 7.30-ish. And I'm I'm chilling for the rest of the day. And so I just say, Lord, I thank you for giving me, um, continue to give me strength and, um, you know, rest. Because people don't understand. And I told y'all, y'all got to take time out for yourself. But um, also, y'all, if y'all hear flashback pieces or be positive pieces or whatever, and the closing, you know, is not really edited. Those were old flashback pieces and old be positive message. And I just probably haven't edited that ending out and put a new ending on it. But yesterday I heard it when I got home uh, after it was uploaded on the podcast platform. That's what I do all the time. I just preview, you know, 
listen to the show and go over it again. Not go over it again, but listen to it again and, you know, see stuff that I could tweak or stuff I missed and left out or whatever. And that's what I did. I said, oh, that flash, that be positive message said, um, join me live every Tuesday and Thursday. Y'all know good and well I'm on here Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's just a... um, um, a clarification on that y'all i'll be back to close out today's show but in that last break we're going to be discussing um uh i'll read a quick letter and then i'm i'm gonna use for this one i'm gonna use the old uh oh old introduction to our uh real talk with rufus discussion because that both combines the ask rufus letter and the discussion i right, keep it where you got it more of the rh3 show is coming up next Want a free subscription to be a part of our live listening audience? Download one of the major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and more. And search The RH3 Show and subscribe. You'll get all new content as well as access to previously aired broadcasts to listen to, download, and to share to your contacts. We'd love for you to be a part of our family. Subscribe today. The RH3 Show. For more about the broadcast and info on how to listen or watch from where you are, please visit the RH3Show.com. What I just told you, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. If I wanted to say that, I would have wrote it. I said said what I said. You don't like it, you don't like it. It's the Real Talk with Red segment right here on the Arch 3 Show. All right, you all, we are in our Real Talk with Rufus discussion. And, uh, yeah, that introduction, y'all, it is from past seasons. And so I wanted to do that because um, that's the the introduction that we used combined with the, the Ask Rufus letter. Because I like that intro, that intro part of it. But anyway, we got a few minutes uh So let me go ahead and do this. Let me read the letter. I have been divorced from my daughter's father for almost 11 years. The man I'm dating, the man I'm now dating is the first real boyfriend I've had since my divorce. He's also divorced and has three daughters who live with their mother in another state. The issue is, the issue I have is with my 11 year old daughter. She's very jealous of every aspect of my relationship. She wants to know what we're talking about. Uh, when he and I are having when when he and I are having a conversation, she wants to know uh, what he and I are doing when we are out on a date. We spend one night a weekend with her and allow her to invite a friend. We play board games, go bowling, go to the movies, sporting events, dinners, all types of things. And this was my boyfriend's idea. He wants things to be easier with her, but nothing seems to be working. It's putting a strain on our relationship, and I don't want, and I don't know what to say to her to get her to understand how it makes me feel. I feel very stressed and caught in the middle because I want everyone to be satisfied and be happy. Um, what do I say? on this what do i what is my opinion on this um first of all uh your daughter's happiness means everything when it comes to 
the relationship that you are in, whether you're a man and a, or a woman, your child's happiness, uh, your child's happiness is everything. It is absolutely everything. And their opinion on if if he's long term, let me say that. If he's long term, meaning that you have a future with him and you see a, a long standing future with him, uh it even uh, matters even more. The, her, her, their, whether it's your son or your daughter, their opinion matters even more. Why am I saying this? Is because um, starting off during dating, you know, whatever. And I even say this, and I've said it before in the past. Give it about three months before, or maybe. I say between, I say between two to three months before you introduce your children to your to the person that you're dating. Why? Is because it'll that'll give you a eye opener, a time, a time frame to um, you know let you know that it's going to work out because them seeing. A revolving door of men and women coming in and out of your house is not a good look. And so, um, what I will say in regards to this situation, I don't know how long you and this guy been dating. Uh, did it say? Well, it don't say how long y'all been dating, but... Um, this is common because that's all for 11 years that's all she's been used to is her mother and her father but she has to, you have to sit down and talk to her and then you you also have to you know allow if if he's going to end up being your fiance and your husband allow time them to allow them to spend time together you know time together and bond and let her know like hey this is who mommy or this is who daddy going to be with and even so, with that, um, don't push it and don't rush it. Let let her open up. But then, uh, and also, let me say this: he he or she don't need to buy them to 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 try to win them over. But you know, they need to make them happy and comfortable with them. And so, of course, she's of age, and it's even more better whenever they're younger. But even the younger ones have very better keen and you know grasp on whether they like this person or not but it's just I see that it's not really more so him it's more so she jealous on your end because she just she just that's all she knows her mama and her daddy but she sees that you have somebody you know that you're dating somebody and so um uh Allow allow family time all together. You know, you, your daughter, him, his three daughters, and um, you know, just have a good family time and and let her enjoy. And then you know, make the children 
the focus of the family time instead of y'all. Let them enjoy themselves. And so, you know, even, you know, when she, you know, you need to have one-on-one time with her and spend a girl's day with you and your daughter and then just have a good talk. That's all it needs. That's all it needs to be. And this is basically a thing of blended families. And when I mentioned about, you know, and even tying into the Real Talk with Rufus discussion about blended families, um, their boundaries do have to be set, but boundaries when you set these boundaries make it be comfortable boundaries you know and don't let it be well you know take more sides over the other just equally do it equally spend time or whatever but also don't take um well my daughter this and my daughter that and your daughter is this that and the third don't do my me i your whatever whoop the why i know it is your child or whatever but only way you need to do that is if something really harmful is happening to your child or uh you know if, if they're being you know abused or whatever or you know he or she is um spitefully you know doing something to your children but this is just a thing of mixed and blended families even once y'all get married or whoever um don't do that you know don't don't well my family this and your family is just this nah that ain't gonna work because nine times out of ten or ten times out of ten or eleven times out of ten they're gonna take their side of their family and so even as a guy standpoint once you you know become blended with somebody else's family or blended with somebody else of course your family is going to be your family, but your priority is going to be her, her children, your children as well. Well, your children, you know, of course, once y'all get married, you can't just take care of, you know, your children and your children alone and not hers. But nah, both of them together and that, you know, whatever. But outside influences, they, nah, mm-mm. They they gonna be thrown away. Not really thrown away, but put to the side. This is my house or whatever. But and, and people may argue with me when I say this much. As women submissive to your husband, if he is, you know, not even if, but you have to. But even if it's not, you know, working out right and as I hear the show closing, um, if that's not working out right, then you're going to have to, you know, take precautions with that part. But still, do your thing as, you know, what the Lord said. Be submissive and husband treat your wife right or whatever. And, you know, whether it be blended, mixed or whatever. Or if it's just the start of a new family. You have to do what's, what the word of God says, you know. And, you know, and that's your role, your title or whatever. But your husband and your wife comes first. And then, you know, or whatever. But still, like I'm saying is, when if outside of this, your children are your priority. You need to have a talk with her and, you know, get a better understanding and let her feel comfortable when y'all are together. Or let her feel comfortable with him and then just try to work it out, you know. Alright, y'all, I'm out of here. I'll talk to y'all on tomorrow, and I'll see you all next time right here on The Artistry Show. Always remember to live every day, laugh every moment, and to love God, love yourself, and love other people beyond words. I'll see y'all soon. Peace.